Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> there is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. Steelers seem like a bend but don't break defense. Honestly, I would actually describe the Packers offense like that. It uh, it bends but doesn't break through. Like they don't score touchdowns. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Rutledge and Hamilton, after dark, Matt Hamilton, it is officially that time. It certainly is. Rutledge and Hamilton, after dark, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. Welcome into the show, Alex Strofe. Gonna throw back Friday. You're gonna give us your uh, after dark voice. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, <laughs> Jimmy Rutledge. <laughs> I think I would go with Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. What? No, no, no. No. If I was a dancer, Hold on, I'd go the race car driver or the former head coach? No, I'm just saying it with an eye. Huh? If I was if I was performing at the place you're talking in the voice that you did, yeah. I would go with Jimmy Johnson with an eye. Jimmy Johnson with an eye, and I'm talking about downstairs. <laughs> what? I don't know where that went. This I, I was referring to the third eye. <laughs> oh, come Whoa. on. Whoa. Whoa. We went Bath and Dark to banned from radio. This is Rutledge <laughs> Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue. You know what to do. And that's Crush at Coors Light. Goodness gracious. And I was trying to turn it to sports. I am going to turn it to sports. Alex Strofe, uh, you sometimes host a online show. So I wanted to bring your thoughts in here, Mr. Irrelevant. And it's sports related. Your thoughts are, I mean, I can't wait to get to the sports takes from Mr. Irrelevant. Let's get into the X's and O's, the nitty gritty of it all. Yes. So you heard no in the idea. open there. Irrelevant. That I described the Packers offense as Ben, but don't break through. Yeah. And it's fair. Honestly, it's the biggest reason why I have questions about Jordan Love. Beautiful sunset tonight, by the way. It Not is, quite it after is, dark yet. It is gorgeous out there. But that is the biggest reason why I have concerns about Jordan Love because and not of him being a capable NFL quarterback. I still think he is a rebound, as I described him as for Packer fans, and he's a bridge QB. But you're always going to have an eye on, like, who's really going to be our quarterback? Like, you, you're, you're dating Jordan Love. We did the Love-O-Meter yesterday. You're dating Jordan Love, but you're always looking for the actual next step to the one you want to marry. You're just like, I'll just be with Jordan Love so I have something to enjoy on Sundays. But otherwise, like I want something better here. And I think that's what Jordan Love is going to be as a quarterback, a bridge QB. And the main part of it is, and you can describe what level of bridge QB. Is that Mitch Trubisky? Is that Jimmy G? Is that Ryan Tannehill? Alex Smith? But all Marcus those guys, Mariota. Marcus Mariota. They've all, Mariota's a good count for him, too. Yeah. They've all been looking to be replaced at some point. And it's mainly because if he was elite, and I'm not even getting bogged down in the stats of it, but if he was elite, which I think is off the table, the ball would get in the end zone a few more times. It just would. And... This fact that they settle for field goals, that this offense seems to do fine. And I actually predicted this was going to happen, that they would struggle inside the 20s. Like, inside the We're red not zone. They're really settling for field goals either. They're going for it on fourth and right. one, well, fourth that's and two quite true. a bit as well. So, like, that keeps their scoring down. Mm-hmm. 
But the fact that, look, we talked about it. You played the Rams at home with a backup quarterback. The Rams give up 23 points a game. You scored 20, and one of those was late. And I just think it's... I understand wanting to be able to enjoy the games, but I think it's better as a sports fan to be able to take a second and just say, you know what? This team is pacing to be, uh, if you just broke it out, and obviously this is a game short, 6-10. and 10. And if you just look at them as a 6-10 and 10 football team, I think you don't ride that roller coaster. But Alex, what are your, I mean, are you concerned at all about love? We did the love meter yesterday, and it's honestly been the changed love to less love less meter because he's kind of moved past the point of like really being excited about him. But where are you at with him? Where are you at with this offense? I'm not writing him off as a capable NFL starter, but I am writing him off as like he's not going to be the next franchise guy. Yeah, I tend to agree with you for the most part, unfortunately. Like, <laughs> I just, I really still don't have a great read on him, at least on his ceiling. But you sound I, like Jordan Love going through his so progression. So how old were both of you? <laughs> right? How old were both of you? Don't when, have a great read on this. When Rodgers came around, I Ooh. was like eleven, I think. Okay, so you watched. And I was it. seventeen. Okay, so I mean, obviously you weren't like. Well, you might have because you're a radio dork, but like you weren't watching things with like a like a sportscaster's eye. But there was more pop. There I'm was still not watching this. No, the you're, you're not sure. well, that part, that part <laughs> we know. Yeah. But even as a fan, there was just more. Just general electricity watching Aaron Rodgers play football. For sure. I think there was more excitement. But but also, and I hate to make excuses for him. Because but I'm not, I, wait, I hold on a second. I don't mean excitement about like buzz around Rodgers. I mean, like as a Bears fan, I was like, oh, God, this guy looks like he, the, the balls. But was that would, like 09 or was that right in even, 08? In 08, as the year went along, you saw the ball, just things he would do just didn't seem normal. And. There was a zip out of it, and it, it kind of just... I mean, 4,000 yards. No, I didn't think he, he was going to be... I did not think he was going to be this great, but I was all of a sudden worried about, like, oh, no, they might have, like, a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback. It took, a, it took like, a season or two before I was like, he might be better than Brett Favre. Because well, at the time, you were like, Brett Favre's, like, basically the pinnacle. Right. So I don't mean, like, buzz around him. I mean, like, you just watch them play and it just seemed to be... Like, when you watch Joe Burrow, just to hurt, there is an eye test thing for some of these quarterbacks. Immediately, you're like, oh, like, that guy just has it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like when you see the one. Right. It's like, all right, she has it. Soulmate. Yes. Sure. Uh, Matt Hamilton, big believer in soulmates, in case Jen Hamilton is listening. But, (laughs) Alex, back to the the Jordan Love thing. I mean, what are you seeing that – I'll ask you this. What does he do well? Yeah, I I can't sit here and tell you anything confidently, which is an issue. Stays poised. I feel the same same way way, about the entire He stays poised, and I think that's something he does well. Neither of them do anything. I I got a worse – I'm a Badger football fan. I'm a Bears football fan, and I watch the Packers – Every Sunday, I I'm really kind of hating myself. And like, it used to be pretty awesome. The Chiefs are at least in, like they're not even functioning to the level of like what they used to do. Oh, by the way, they brought Matt Nagy back as their offensive coordinator. But eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I'll take your call on that. What does Jordan Love do above average? Because I won't even give you poise. He's got a good poise face, but he honestly reminds me a little bit in Trubisky, where he has this. He just his face is different. But it like the actual expression, but it's more of this like disconnected. I'm not going to give you my panic look face, but my panic look face is that I'm just playing it cool, and like because he seem the way he plays seems panicked, behind mm. on reads, 
uh, overthrowing balls, underthrowing balls, and the way he panicked I, would show me like the fact that he's just always kind of behind on throws. You never see him really throwing stuff super early, so I don't think panic. Panic feels like you'd fall on both sides of it. I just don't think he's that quick yet. Is he hasn't picked up on the offense? And, 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 I'm, move, and I'm not and, saying that he's not. I'm not saying I shouldn't say he's panicked. I'm <laughs> saying that I would not call him above average in poise. Hmm. I would say he's average in poise. All right. Because I, I wouldn't chalk that up as an above-average skill that he has. Here's the thing. That's the thing that I think he does the best. If you're not going to ch- give me that, then well, there's nothing he does above average and is I, what you're basically And that's what I'm getting at. I think so he's, that's what you were – you're fishing, Jim. You were fishing for an answer from me because you wanted me gotcha. to say he's Mr. not good Snack at anything. Snack Kid in VSPM Madison, I got gotcha. you. I got got twice today. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say he's not good at anything. I, I think ask the poise is pretty good. I do think – now, do I think he's above average? No, but I think he does have an average pocket presence. His feet are moving quite a bit, but I do feel like he gets around the pocket. I think those are the same aware. things. Fine, I'll give you this. The overall pocket presence. Awareness. I'll get, I take awareness. awareness. I okay. think his awareness is slightly better than average. Okay. I would say it's average. Or average. But, but that's fine. Um, but I, I can't really go out and be like, arm talent. Not doing that. Accuracy. Can't do that. I'll tell you what, uh, if he doesn't get out on time, he could just look down and maybe get a great watch from our good friends at Chalmers Jewelers. Yeah. Uh, you can get a ball watch over there. You can treat yourself. You can take some... Uh, You'll always be on time with a great watch You, you will, but you could take some jewelry that's maybe not your style, have it melted down, make something custom that it still kind of holds, you know, so it could be something that's been passed down through generations, and you say, I don't like yellow gold jewelry but uh, I would for for necklace but maybe I want it for earrings or maybe mm-hmm. I want to be able to make this for my daughter and you can take some old jewelry that you inherited you didn't like the style of it melt it down and make something custom over there uh, take an old engagement ring and make that into a new piece of jewelry everything over there is done custom they have multiple custom jewelers over there go to Chalmers Jewelers and find out why they are the best in town uh, let's get out to Rob and Madison 844-770-3776 Rob what's on your mind What's up, guys? Good to hear Strophy on the radio again, too. I never catch up with that Mr. Irrelevant. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> you and me both, Rob. What's this show? So uh, I just love that level meter and all that. It's just hilarious to me. But the way the team, the coach, and some players are going, you're going to have to switch it to the like STD disease meter. <laughs> there's going to start being players toxic. Wow! All right, Rob. we'll get Ryan Wollersheim right on that. We'll get a new graphic up for and, you. And Rob, next time you call me, just tell me that so I know not to put you on the air. Have a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs> this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. We now have uh, Ben Brust. Alex Strofe was able to figure it out, so. Ben, you are on the phone, but also on camera. Is this why we're doing this? Uh, I guess. <laughs> well, you don't. We don't call Mr. There's Relevant. There's no for, doubt his computer is muted. No doubt in my mind. Uh, we don't call Alex Shove Mr. Relevant for nothing. So uh, there's a reason why I, uh, Prime Time produces this show. I put on show. headphones. I put on no headphones. I muted my computer. I unmuted my computer. I clicked out of the link. Got back in the link, and somehow Strofe is still putting this on me. That's no accountability for Mr. Relevant, and I won't stand for that. All right. So a l- couple of things here. Yeah. Number one, uh, I was told by the normal producer Ryan Wollersheim, everything here is good to go, and so I haven't, just assumed everything is learned- good to go. Haven't you learned anyone who's been trained under Jesse Nelson, you should question everything? Here's the uh, thing. But you shouldn't question me because it's not my Honestly, fault. Honestly, I was wondering if you're turning into Jesse Nelson. 
If Ryan was mm, here, it would have been good to go. Yeah. What's that supposed to mean? Well, you're irrelevant like Jesse is on his show. Now you guys are all doing your own things and like kind of around, kind of not. I'm always around. I work plenty more than you do. Oh, I doubt that. That I is not game. true. I promise you that's true. Okay. I, I'm not playing this game. <laughs> uh, but I would say that you definitely work less than uh, Jesse Nelson. That much is for sure. I compared to you, compared Nelson? to you, Jesse Nelson is like a rare worker. He's here three a and a half hours worker. a day. Oh, but you're here like an hour and a half a day. What? <laughs> Can we just you just all in your feelings? Yeah, that's we just calm down with Russ, right? That's what all, all I know called? is that one guy, primetime Wollersheim, was able to get this thing working, and then this guy, Mister Irrelevant, can't seem this to figure out the board. This is how I did the last two days of shows. I called in on the yeah, phone yeah. and then did the audio, or I mean, you the, look, the you look as lost looking at the piece of paper as Matt Lafleur does trying to game plan a game. <laughs> oh, that's so brutal, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Strofe, you gonna set us up or what? Yeah, you gonna set us up? What is this game? I don't know it's what it's called. Doing. Betting with breast. Okay, what do we do here? We bet oh with Ben. Oh, my God. What sort of dog and pony show are we running right now? So I give you guys there's a, a there's thing a to bet. There's a button you press. There's more imaging for yeah. it. Like imaging for it? God, see? This is a, Ben's a big deal. We roll out the red carpet when he comes on our show. Do you? It feels like I'm going in the trash. Well, yeah. right now, okay, we got what our, I, we what got our what B I team running played? right now. Is that wrong? <laughs> What's that? No, that was fine. All right, give Wait. us... You're not going to set it up? Do you just, have... We already did the open. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll lead. How I'll about lead. you listen to this? You know what? I'm I'll gonna, just lead. Can it. I just do one second here? I want to give Hunter Vaughn a shout out here because he was supposed to be doing a show today. He pulled me aside on Monday before he got sick and said, Hey, I haven't produced a show in a while. What do I need to know? What are the ins and outs? What is all this sort of stuff? Mm. When you're mm. a veteran, you don't have to do that, apparently. Strofe just shows up. Yeah. Just Jordan loving it out here. All right. God. What do we do here? So you guys have a lock, is what I'm reading? Yeah. Yes. So do we do that first? Tell us how we did last week. You don't have to be a radio expert to figure out. Like, I don't know. We probably would view the prior week and then get to the new this week. All yeah. right. So I have. Do you know how to read? It looks like those. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you're struggling well, to Jim, read the was paper. Was your lock UW nine and a half versus Indiana? Yes. Oh, yikes. I thought that was a typo. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, uh, that so, was bad. So Jim, uh, uh, three and four on the air. All right. Did get the group pick right, which is over six and a half first half points for Green Bay. Um, Matt, you did not play last week? Uh, yeah, I thought Chris might have gotten in for me, but okay. I did not play. All right. I, I abstained. All right. Brust uh, smoked it last week. Went 2-0. Hey, all right. Nice. What did he pick? His lock was under 50 and a half points for Kansas City and Miami. And, in uh, Frankfurt. Very much it. 8.30 yeah, a.m. Right. kickoff, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Gross. Uh, Chris Orr, wrong. LSU minus three and a half against Alabama. That was wrong. He's and, wrong a lot. But everybody got the uh, got the group pick right, which was over six and a half points. First half points for the Green Bay Packers. So uh, overall record eight and five for Jim, three six and one for Matt. I don't know what I'm looking at. Nine and five for Ben. He's in first place. This is good stuff, guys. We're, we're How do I have more picks than Jim? Uh, we might have missed some. We might have had some people like just miss one a day more, apparently. What is this segment? I don't know. This is Ryan's baby. I'm taking over. My lock of the week. Here we go. Yes, thanks. Week 10, we're going with Monday Night Football Unders in 2023 are 10-1. 10-1, 55-28-1 since 2019. The Unders are also hitting at a 61% clip in this season. So, I will take the Under in 
the Broncos-Bills Monday night football game under 46 and a half. Matt, you got something? Yeah, I do. I, I'm just kind of like in awe with Ben's deep dive research. I, I just kind of look at it and see which one strikes. Now, let's be honest. He could say anything and be like, oh, yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, no, Sounds I, good bought, I bought everything you said, Ben. That said, I did. I liked the Bills. I think they were getting six and a half. I'm not going to take that one. I'm going to stay away from Ben's game. I'm also a big fan of Indy over the Patriots. I Looks like, like Indy's only given up uh, like three and a half points here. Two and a half points. So I love the fact that they can win by a field goal, and uh, I'll cover here. So I think Indy over New England is my lock of the week. Minus two and a half points. And then I am going to take the under on this pathetic, I think this is the primetime game, Raiders and Jets. And you want to talk about, I called the Broncos versus the Packers a mid-off. This is worse than the mid-off. It is the Raiders and O'Connell and Zach Wilson. Uh, both those teams, especially the Jets, I got have pretty good at 36 and a half points. Yeah, I'm going we just had that. to watch the Bears-Panthers, wow. and that's a primetime game we got to watch, Yes, too. I'm going to uh, definitely, definitely, that is for sure. I would go under on the 36 and a half. And 36 and a half points. I, I Jim, I'm that. probably going to bet that, by the way, so thank you for that pick. Yes. <laughs> it's gross. Initially, I'm like, maybe I'll pick the Raiders, and I'm like, wait, I'm going to go the under on this one. Alex. What's uh, our group pick? The Wisconsin Badgers looking to become bowl eligible for the 22nd year in a row. All right. They play Northwestern tomorrow. That line has moved from 9.5 to 11.5. The Badgers are favored by 11.5 points. Which side are you on, Ben Brust? Northwestern, 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 Northwestern. They got some fight in them a little bit. It's not at Ryan Field. I know the Badgers play better against Northwestern at Camp Randall. But as we've learned, we really have done well at Indiana. That didn't work out under Fickle. So why would I trust a team laying 11 and a half that hasn't proven they can do this consistently in the Big Ten West? Give me the Northwestern Wildcats. Rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to be stupid and go with Badgers. I think that line moves a little bit and I have no insight in this. I could be completely wrong. Maybe Mordecai plays. He dressed at Indiana, which makes me think he's close. And I think Mordecai, steady hand, not that he was great. I think he make a difference. And I, I think that's enough with his team. And I think the Badgers' defense, they've had a few stupid mistakes against Indiana. I think those don't happen at home against Northwestern. I think it's going to be an, a game very similar to what Northwestern just played against Iowa. I mean, mm-hmm. it really could be a 20-3 game for the Badgers to win. And it could just be gross and quick. At least if it's... Bet the under on Wisconsin and the Green Bay Packers until further notice. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I, I don't... I don't hate that take, but I do hate your take on taking Northwestern, Ben. I'm trying to close the gap on you. You're the season leader, but the only way I'm going to have a shot at this is to go opposite. Give me Wisconsin. We're going to win by 12 and a half points minimum. We're going to win by 12 and a half yeah, points. Yeah, we're going to find a half point in there somewhere. I don't know how, <laughs> but we'll get it. <laughs> and a half an extra point. A half does an the ball extra just point. stick to the upright? Like, how does a half point work? Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. It gets stuck I like that, on the goalposts. Hey, thanks, Ben. Just like this segment. I bet you liked my performance. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, bet, or I'm Alex... giving you a pass, even though I shouldn't. Uh, I'm feeling generous Okay, Now, Jim, Jim gave the shout-out to Hunter Vaughn, but also let's acknowledge I came up to Jim today, yeah. and I said, hey, it's a Friday show. What do we have planned? But and he said, we have pole dancing, which he stole from your former show, Ben, yeah. and it made zero mention but of But wait, you. wait, hold on, though. But what happened? Primetime jumped in and says, I got it all for you. So... 
He what? I guess he did not have it all for you. But no. hey, I want to go out on this that I think I know who King Troll House of D is. I think it's a burner account for Alex Strofe. Because King Troll House D just chimed in during that segment. Alex is better at radio than literally all of you. In five years, I can't wait for you to kiss the ring. Thanks, man. <laughs> nice text, Alex. Yeah, I definitely had time to send that one off. You're well, right. you clearly weren't doing anything else this segment, so I feel like you did have the time. Yeah, we got to give him a break. He's not producer anymore. He's not relevant. I he's get a, it. He's a bad Ben, Podcast you ever guy. need anybody to fill in on your show? I'd rather do it with you than these guys. At least you're nice to me. You know, we've grown uh, grown, cro- grown close, but uh, in order to earn opportunities, you got to continue to prove it. And today, woof, depth chart way down. <laughs> Take care, Ben. We'll see ya. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> uh, this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Rutledge and Hamilton continues in the Light Solar Studio. Yeah, baby. We are graced by the presence of future radio star Alex Strofe. Try present. You have to be on the radio to be a present radio star. Hey, don't miss Mr. Relevant <laughs> Primetime coming up at 6 o'clock tonight. Nice. Live? No, it's from the episode earlier today with the, the doggy, Christopher Matt oh, Dog I, I'm going to get into that a little bit later because I wanted to. We had a little lunch with Mad Dog and Alex, and I thought he did a good job of not nerding out because Alex is a nerd. Oh, I had already nerded out with him. We uh, recorded the podcast prior to lunch. Yeah, well, I knew that, but uh, I thought you kept yourself. You were trying to show off a little bit. We'll get to that in a minute, though. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, you were. You, you, you know, I, 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 I know you this, very though. well. I know you very yeah, well. For sure, for sure. And you do. But I will say, there's no doubt he was stroking your ego because he was like, what do I lead with? I can't do a mad dog impression. What do I lead with? And, in 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. Jim, you're the radio host. Yeah, I know that. I took zero. Like, oh, I, I was stroking your ego. He's, I know. He's the greatest of all time. He was, but I was well aware that Mad Dog Russo does not need my insight into what he's going to do for his show, nor was he actually going to take it. So, yes, he was doing the very nice and pleasant and wonderful thing, but like I also was very self-aware that this man has no... And maybe some of the stuff around Madison maybe cared a little bit more about. But for his national show, which he was literally getting calls on breaking news before From like it very actually broke. high figures yes. in sports. Yeah. Yes, before it broke. Uh, and then shared it with us and said, use it as background, can't tell it. But by the time we got on the air, the, the news about Jim Harbaugh broke. But let's get to uh, pole dancing, which is our throwing stones on a Friday. We asked and you answered. What? Coming to the stage, it's pole dancing on Rutledge and Hamilton. Hey now. Presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. All right. Coming to the stage is Alex Strofe up first. I threw a poll in the field the other night on Twitter, at Alex underscore Strofe. I was in Target doing some shopping, grabbing a couple of things as I was making a casserole. Shocker, I know. It's making a casserole. Do you shop really. for an individual meal at a time? No, I, I needed. I had things in the house already, okay. and I needed to grab a couple, like a cans of soup for, yep. the, for the casserole. So I just ran to Target. All Christmas music. 
Uh, I believe this was November 8th. So I just threw I in the field. I voted on this, Paul. Did you? <laughs> I threw in the field. I actually put the wrong date. It says, quote, I know you Target did. play. Because you had me thrown off. My brother's birthday is the 9th. And I'm like, wait, what sorry, day is it? Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, Christmas music and Target on November 9th. Yay or nay? 79% of people say nay. What say you? I thought we were supposed to guess what the people said. That anyway, I also, no, I don't think so. I also said nay because that is too soon. Do not put your... Don't count your chickens or your eggs before the chi- Don't count your chickens before they hatch. That's what I was looking at. And right now, it ain't Christmas yet. We still got another holiday in between. Don't be. Uh, what you want to do in your own house is fine, but don't barrage <laughs> me at Target in these public places where it's not Christmas season yet. It's Thanksgiving. Give it its due There's time. A weird take about Christmas music. Do what you want in your own home, but don't put it in my face at Target. Uh, I'll say this: that like uh, I'm I'm more of a Thanksgiving to Christmas guy. Like it's a per- basically almost 100%. always exactly a month or pretty dang close. I totally to it. agree with you. And there's not enough Christmas music that I'm gonna feel like it's. Uh, stale, or and I'm not gonna feel like I'm missing out in a month's time. I think a month's time of Christmas music is just fine, but it's too much. I agree with you, so I, I'm, I'm with both of you. I think it's Thanksgiving. You can start yep. playing it that yep. day, that's fine. But before that, just play. If you need holiday music, just fire up the Thanksgiving song by Adam Sandler and play it over and over. Again. <laughs> we're all on the same page on that one. Let's see if we're all on the same page on this one. Coming to the stage. Kyle Brust in Nortman weekdays, 2 to 4, here on ESPN. Madison, they pulled this yesterday. Over 550 votes on this one. Over these next four games for the Packers, would you rather see them go 0-4 but Jordan Love play well or the Packers go 4-0 in spite of Jordan Love? Just a heads up, their next four games in order. At Steelers, home against the Chargers. At Lions, home against the Chiefs. So, 0-4 but Love plays well. Or 4-0 in spite of love? Which would you rather see? Matt, I want to start with you on this one. Here's the thing. If we go 0-4 and love plays well, we're still looking at love next year. We're just looking at a higher draft pick to compliment him. I would rather, and I'm sorry, I'm kind of a love hater, I'd rather have the Packers win, love play bad, us realize love is bad, and try and move forward in the draft next year. Now, I did... uh reply to this one and I kind of said honestly that the best case scenario is that love looks bad and you go 0-4 right. because then you know you, you ain't got nothing. or he looks good and you go 4-0 right but I, in this these middle grounds are yeah, tough this is this is football hell but I would say that totally in this right. case you'd rather have love look good because then I think the implied part of the question is then that you feel like you have a guy you can build off of at least to be someone that you could try to win some football games because the Packers are a team that on paper looks like they have talent on defense and I'm if, past if he plays believing love can do it if he plays well and let's say you go on four and you, op, you end up with the third pick and you get Marvin Harrison Jr. or the fourth pick and you get a left tackle like then that could set you up in a position to to try to win with love. So in this in this scenario, I guess it would be 0-4 with Jordan Love looking good. Because here's the thing. The I Packers think, I think are... I, agree. I think I disagree. The Packers aren't good. Like, they're not a good they're football not. team, and they're not going to do anything even if they got to the playoffs. Like, what's the point? Which one's more likely to get you a new quarterback? Love playing bad and us winning out of spite? Immediately, 4-0 with him looking bad. I right, think. but then it's a worse draft pick, right? Right. Because I, I think, don't know if, if they go quarterback I think about the, the Packers getting... 
Marvin Harrison Jr. And I'm like, Megatron's career all over again. Not happening. Well, right, but they've won three games. I just think the Bears are going to get a quarterback and Marv. We'll see what happens after the game of the century. I forgot what I was watching that uh, someone was saying that basically this draft is so stacked that even inept franchises like Chicago are going to be in such a position that they can't screw it up. All right. Encore from KBN here. All right. What happens first? Jordan Love gets a contract extension with the Packers or Aaron Rodgers returns to the field from his Achilles injury. 86% 86% of people say Rodgers returning. Yeah. 100%. Now, the wild card here is I think the Jets are going to kind of wobble, and he's not going to come back if they don't have a chance to do anything. But I, I think don't. he will just because he's that guy, just but, to say he did. There's a chance of that. But, but regardless, I don't think the Packers – I mean, I don't think the Packers are going to see enough out of Jordan Love to feel like they have to extend him. They signed him let's – let's be honest. You look at this with clear eyes. They signed Jordan Love to a backup quarterback contract, mm-hmm. which shows you their belief in him. Now, I think they'd be happily, pleasantly, you know, be happy to be surprised by Jordan Love playing really well. But I think Jordan Love's going to be somewhere at this sort of level, ups and downs the rest of the year, inconsistent. And I think they're not going to feel like they have to extend an offer to him. So I think that he'll go into next year at least a couple games without a new contract. Oh, oh next to the Packers. Last one for you fellas from Wildey and Tausch weekdays 9 to noon here on ESPN Madison. Do you believe former Brewers manager Craig Council will at any point take the train from Milwaukee to Chicago? Will Craig Council ever take the train from Milwaukee? Kind of a good poll. 66% say no, 34% say yes. I guess my one question is, why did this come up? Did he? <laughs> because uh, I was filling in yesterday for Jesse Nelson, and Tausch was convinced that the easiest way to get from Milwaukee to Chicago is, is via train, and, and Jason agreed with them, but me and Jesse both were on the team of, like, the guy is making $40 million, PJ or helicopter or whatever, I, or get a driver. I just don't think the train... <laughs> Yeah, I also don't it's think probably he, the quickest option, but it's just weird to me. But also, he's a hundred percent going to have like a home. Like it'll be like he's not coming back to Milwaukee. Like he's going to have a place in Chicago. You can't go back and forth. You're going to burn yourself. No, up. I agree. So like the few times at any point. But that's my point. That if you were this was a daily commute, yes. But with the sporadic times, he's actually going to come back to Milwaukee to be and then get down to Chicago. No chance. I would buy it more if he said he was trying to commute every day. But if he's not commuting every day. Yeah, he can get down there just fine. Nobody lands. The Cubs is probably waiting to do his contract. Nobody lands a contract like that and decides I'm going to take public transportation. He's probably going to go to Simden Chevy and get himself a big blue truck. Say like like I'm talking like Cubs blue. There you go. Red trim, and he's going to be a happy camper driving his his new big truck down to Chicago every so often. There's no way he's taking the train. That's crazy talk. I mean, I tend to agree. That's so crazy. Tauscher, but hold on, it's going nuts. I want you to. I want to bring you into the mind of the Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher for one oh, second. Goodness, because I think he thought it'd be hilarious if Craig Council, after a 13 inning game at like 11:40 p.m., hops on the Amtrak, still in full uniform and cleats, <laughs> wearing his his baseball cap, mm-hmm. and is taking the 90 minute train ride up to up to Milwaukee. I just think it's a funny visual. Yeah, it's a funny visual. It's funny because it's something. That will never ever happen. You haven't laughed. Yeah, well, I guess it's not that funny. I was it is definitely it. a funny visual, but it would be like an SNL skit. So, yeah, like it, it, it's so out of pocket, insane. But I do think uh, it would be a uh, a funny skit. The visual is it's like funny. a bit. It's like, what are you doing? On right, this train. Right. 
Honestly, I feel First like someone. Well, I would if I was Craig Council, I would not take public transport in Milwaukee for a little bit. I'd let everything cool down a little bit. Because right now you are the biggest villain in Milwaukee. Do you actually think that people would be mean or rude to council the in people person? People that recognized him. No, maybe. We, we talked about that yesterday as well. Like, I don't think they'd be rude in like person. Jesse Nelson's but... out here calling him spineless, but there's no way he says that to his face. Yeah, no way. I no way. Nor should you. I am not encouraging that. Like, just be a normal about, person. Yeah, remember, somebody, he's a professional athlete. Did you see or somebody spray painted ass the word uh, ass I, I, I on Craig Council Park in Whitefish Bay? Yeah, yeah. I, I just think there's better insults to spray paint. Yeah, you could done sell out. Like you literally could have been Craig Council out. Craig Council, he's a sellout. Goes to the yeah. Cubs. Oh, oh, Count that's sellout. clever. You're a clever guy, Jimmy. Wow. Sometimes. All right, this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. In the studio, there he is. Hey, nice of you to join us, Alex. I've been here the whole time. What the hell are you talking about? So pulling back the curtain here, mm-hmm. Alex Strofe kind of, would you say forgot or would you say wasn't informed? Or, or would you say you're like one of those young pass catchers on the Packers and no. just kind of dropped the ball? No, 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 no. Just overbooked. <laughs> I had a busy day today. So Mr. Irrelevant We've is... we got a little bit of a... a Matt w- was so kind, great teammate, brought COVID into the office. Yes. Wiped whoa, out, whoa, whoa, wiped, whoa, 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 Wiped whoa, whoa. out two people I'm You just, uh, like, doxed him, though. I never revealed he had COVID. I was not my news yeah, to share. Yeah, you kind of just doxed me, so I don't appreciate that. Oh, I'm sorry. But second of all, you want me to dump it? I was gone. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Sick illness is going. He's not going right to die. This is the, the true patient zero for this round. Of this COVID. is this is just that time of year. So I'm filling in for multiple people. <laughs> had a lot of things on the schedule today. Yeah. And I uh, just never had time to get to I'll it. I'll tell you why. God, throw me good, under the good, bus good like thing that. His show is Mr. Irrelevant, not Mr. Accountability, because that would be a <laughs> lie. Oh, well, that would be a lie. So a anyways, lie. you somehow forgot or whatever that your show, tape version of the show earlier today, yeah. needs to run at 6 o'clock. Yeah, and it's good to go. So I you've just, been sprinting been back and forth during every single yeah. commercial break trying to put it all yeah, together. Like he's almost out of breath right now, and it's like a 10-foot walk. I'm not out of breath. You came yeah, back great in shape. Russian, We already went bro. over this. I'm, I am the epitome of masculinity and good shape, good fitness. It's me. <laughs> you rival Wollersheim as far as which person in the office could actually imitate a T in the T-ball in real life. Like yeah. the actual T. Or the bat. That is or a the hilarious bat. visual. Yeah, you could be the T in primetime well, could be the could bat. Be the bat. Yeah. <laughs> this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by uh, Coors Light. Uh, he's Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. And Mr. Irrelevant is coming up next. And you had Mad Dog Russo on the show today. Yeah, I did. Uh, we talked about gummies. We talked about the 1960s oh, yeah. Packers and his fascination with Bob Skaronsky and Vince Lombardi, mm-hmm. which I think is just hilarious because I was 38 years unborn when that was going down. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Obviously did you? How how'd you do? How'd you fare with some of the old school Packer references? Uh, I'm pretty good. I, I I know a little bit of my history. Not so, so you're well. able to put context clues and BS your way through a sports thing, but just not yeah, not, not, life. not not life. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that surprising? To you? I'm just trying. I'm still trying to figure you out a little bit here. I just think we haven't been working together as much, you and I. And yes. I think maybe you've just forgotten some things. Yeah. I, I do want to. You s- saw me every day for two plus years. No, that is very true. I would like to point <laughs> out. I do think it's funny. How people 
uh, or maybe I'm misjudging our friendships here. People think that like we're not friends with Alex. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. <laughs> um, they think you're serious, which right? You're not right. Uh, like I would like to point out uh, as King Troll House D champion. Like I hope Alex. Well, we're not going to kiss his ring. Like that's really aggressive. Honestly, I hope if, Alex if does Alex really well. Presented a ring for like a WBA award that he got, and he made his own ring for it. <laughs> that's actually, that's actually a brilliant idea. Yeah, if you go out and get yourself a custom ring from Chalmers Jewelers that just says WBA Champ of the World, yeah, yeah. you better believe I'll. Kiss you gotta have that ability ring. to keep on adding them in there, though. So like one yeah, time, 20, three, 2022 WBA play by play large market. No, just year. have like diamonds, and each yeah. new diamond yeah. is the new year. There you go. So you can have one ring, but then just start racking them up. So how, I'll kiss the ring, Strophy. If so you pull, get a ring, I'll kiss it. So pulling back again, so you can. This is available Wisconsin, the man, Apple, Spotify, and those great places. And I'm assuming, but uh, I would say, like with Mad Dog, what was your? Were you nervous at all? What was your vibe I beforehand? Uh, I would have so, been nervous. So I, I had to go get down and get them. Um, so it was Colin Russo, our friend from ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, which <laughs> I, I don't know if we've ever spelled this out <laughs> on the can't air. Can't get into the office. On no, his he own? can. He just forgot his badge. So his parents <laughs> were both in town. So Hot start. I think it's a parents' weekend. So I went down. I was like, I wonder how this is going to go. Is, mm-hmm. is he as animated as always? Yeah. So I walk down. I see Colin kind of like slugging. I'm like, hey, buddy, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, like a bat out of hell, his, fo- his pops runs through the door. He goes, Alex, Christopher Russo, great to meet you. And uh, then we, we were shooting the breeze up the elevator. And then he walks into the office and just starts holding court. He, he talks to everybody about Colin as a baby. Yeah. Uh, the time he, the time he was in a, a MetLife's parking lot begging to go home before the game started at five years old. The time he burned his legs in the bath because he was distracted by golf. He's just holding court telling us these stories. So that, 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 that was all good then. So, I, look, I'll be honest. So tomorrow I'm going to the game, and I'm sitting next to the Russos. Were you nervous? Yeah, a little bit. And I was a little nervous going out to lunch as well. They're great. They are. It's not nervous like they're not great people and fun to be around. But he's a big deal. Right. And that's not like I even grew up listening, but I know who. there's a documentary, a 30 for 30, and he's in it. We we do not say this as a joke. He is the greatest sports radio host of all time. Absolutely. And And I I went to... Like, walk in, right? And I've got the show to do. We're starting 15 minutes early because we got brust. He comes out doing his show, and thank goodness. He had no idea who I was. You want to talk about blowing smoke. Which is great. And I was just like, hey, nice to meet you. And then Tommy goes, oh, that's our Olympic gold medalist, Matt Hamilton. He's like, oh, oh, that's amazing. Have a great show. So much to talk about. Jim Harbaugh, what a joke. Have a great show. And then goes back in the studio, and that's what I'm left with. It was wild. It was so crazy. I just didn't know how to process it. All I knew is I needed to have a good show today. How'd you think you did? Did you live up to it? No. <laughs> that was so much energy. So how would you grade everyone at, at lunch with Mad Dog Russo? A duel, one of our boss, F. He gets an F. Just didn't nothing. Say a word. Didn't, I forgot he was there. Um, our boss, Tom... I'd give him like a B. I'll okay. Be, well, actually, I'm going to give him an A plus. He paid for lunch. Uh, Jesse, <laughs> Jesse, Jesse was the fanboy. Yes. He laughed at every word Chris said. But Jesse is a laugher. Um, I give. Uh, who, who is it? Just us left. I would probably laugh. Yeah, because it's the Russo family. I, I, I otherwise. would say you and I both did pretty well. I agree. We, yeah. we maintained conversation. We didn't kiss his ass too much. You came in hot a little bit, and I was like, I wonder where this was going. But then you co- you brought it down a little bit. I was just going after Colin, but that's nothing new. I know. It just I I agree. It just felt like you were like. At an 11 instead of a 10. Like, he's usually at a 10, and then you brought it back down. Like, you were, seemed like you are going a little extra, Colin. I was like, okay. A little A-minus for stroke. But then, but then but then, you pulled it back in, so I'd give him an A. Like, yeah. it literally was like a little bit of, but you also just did your show, 
So there's that high of doing hot, a radio right. show. Yeah, so there's well, that part of podcast, it too. podcast, remember? Yeah. What's it called? Where's the button? Where's the button? The story of Alex Schroff's life. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Mr. Relevant. Available wherever you get your podcast. Just search Mr. Relevant. Also, coming up next, sneak preview of today's conversation with Mad Dog Russo. All right. Thanks for Alex uh, joining the show. A throwback yeah, thanks, show. thanks, Alex. Matt Hamilton in studio as well. Oh, Woo! my God. It's been Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light. See ya. See ya.